Welcome to Look at Talk, ladies and gentlemen. This is another edition of Look at Talk. I'm your man, Victor. And today we have a guest. This is an exclusive round. Joining me from the Life Aligned podcast, it's Miss Crystal. How you doing, Hold? How you doing today? I am great, Victor. How are you? I'm doing well. You know what I'm saying? Just another day, another dollar. You know what I'm saying? Um, dealing with the storms here in Florida, you know what I'm saying? It's, it, sometimes here in Florida, when it's when it's not hot as hell, it's raining. So <laughs> this is true. Is it still hurricane season down here? Yeah, it's still hurricane okay. season. We're still in the midst of hurricane season. Okay, but yes, I am familiar with Florida storms. <laughs> yes, who who at this point who isn't familiar? Because it's anybody up north knows that Florida is just crazy with the storms and crazy with a lot of other things too. Yes. Yeah. Y'all are special. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. It's like no matter who have our pod with from whatever part of the country they are they are they're in, they heard of Florida and the mess that is going on <laughs> here in Florida. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. <laughs> so tell me about the Life Aligned podcast. Well, the Life Aligned podcast uh is I like to say I give people the tools they need to live a life of purpose. So it really is just about giving people information that helps them to follow their own intuition, their spiritual messages that they receive to really being happy and fulfilled in the here and now. Wow, wow. So I see here on your last episode you talk to a psychiatric medium, psychiatric medium. How was that experience? So, yes, my latest episode is with a good friend of mine, Kasana, who is a psychic medium. And it's funny because, well, I mean, I've always, like, from I was a kid, I've always been really into, like, the supernatural, ghosts, the afterlife. Like, I've, it was never really a question for me about whether or not like something beyond this life existed. Um, but now being in this space and really exploring my own spirituality and being coming in contact with people who are on similar journeys and have different gifts, it has been so interesting. And Kasana is one of those people who I have met on this journey and she's actually done readings for me in the past as well so I know she is the real deal <laughs> and she has not only in like scheduled readings that we've had together but she'll call me sometimes and be like uh somebody's coming through for you and she has been really helpful on because the episode that I it was a bonus episode that I released before Friday. So just before this latest episode, um, I talked about leaving my job and she was definitely one of those people who like had messages for me, like along the way, like, girl, they telling me you need to go. <laughs> wow. So yeah, it, it's, it's been interesting. So has she been like very accurate, accurate with her readings or has there been some things that's like, she says it's going to happen, but it actually didn't happen. No. So she's been definitely very accurate. And um, it's been 
it's funny because we, when we were doing a reading, what she was doing a reading for me and she's like, somebody came through and she's like describing somebody on your mother's side. It's a male. And like, I knew it was my grandfather. And as soon as like, she described him to me and I'm like, I, you know, it was my, it's my grandfather. And she like pauses and then she's like, he's gone. Like, (laughs) it was like, he just came through to say, Hey, I'm here. And as you know, when she figured out who he was and then she came or went back to ask him like, what was the message? What did you want to say? It was like, I was going to ask him if he had a message and he's going, I'm like, you know, that was totally, totally, totally his character. He just was a man of very few words, but a very strong presence. And he really didn't need to say anything. It was just like, Hey, I'm here and I'm gone. Um, so yeah, no, she's definitely on point. She's, just she is the bomb she's the real deal <laughs> understood understood i'm um, sorry for the loss of your grandfather um i lost mine at a very young age and it's like sometimes you grow up you wishing that you had your grandfather around with some things that how you think some things have been different but he's in a better place now so i'm pretty sure your grandfather is too oh yeah no absolutely and i mean he's come through so I'm not a psychic medium um I don't necessarily talk (laughs) to dead people uh the way that like I said Kasana and some of my other friends do but um I do receive messages and he is definitely one who often is like gives me very clear without a doubt like all right (laughs) I get it I understand so it's it's just been cool being in this space and just phenomenal to see the growth in my life and the life, the lives of people around me, my clients. And it's just, it's I love it. <laughs> this is what I'm meant to be doing. Absolutely. So what do you do outside of your podcast? So outside of my podcast, I am a spiritual life abundance coach. Um Really, I use tarot and other divination tools to help people clear blocks to abundance. And when I say abundance, like people instantly think about money, but it's so much deeper than that. Like so many times in this like so cliche, like money doesn't buy happiness. You can have all the money in the world, but there usually for most people is at least one area in their lives where like everything else is great you got the job you want the house the car the whatever but you don't have that person to share it with or you have all of these things you have a mate and you don't have children or family so just whatever that area is for you whether it's your spirituality your relationships and not not only love relationships or romantic relationships. Maybe it's friendships. Some people are really feeling like they have no friends. So whatever area a person is feeling like there is any sort of lack, we work on getting to the root of the problem first, because I firmly believe like, unless you understand what the problem is, you can't fix it. And the same applies to abundance unless you understand why you're not attracting abundance in whatever that area is, you can't fix it. So the first step is getting to the root 
of figuring out and it might not be an issue that you created or that was created in this life sometimes it's a past life or ancestral kind of um issue but it's important to know that so once we figure that out well then the next step is all right now that we know what the problem is how do we address it what steps need to be taken to clear and release this block so that you can begin to fully step into that unlimited universal abundance that's real that's real so now what made you decide to start a podcast <laughs> so the podcast was actually my husband's idea and I started out doing tarot readings on YouTube and it was just general readings for the collective and he kept saying you know you've got the YouTube channel going you should start a podcast like podcasts are big right now and I'm like all right and initially so the podcast launched October 13th 2019 so I just celebrated my one-year anniversary well, happy anniversary <laughs> happy anniversary <laughs> more to come you know what I'm saying you just gotta keep at it you know what I'm saying yes it's been in the game for a while that the anniversaries will just roll up on you like <laughs> so caught up into putting out episodes and putting out content and collaboration with people that you'll forget about your anniversary it'll just roll up on you <laughs> yes so the first couple of episodes was just the the YouTube audio. So I would just clip the audio from YouTube and upload a podcast episode. Um, and then in January of this year, I decided to start interviewing people. And I was very purposeful about my first couple of interviews. I wanted to talk to people who had left their quote unquote secure jobs, whether it was corporate job or some other job in a field that people typically consider as stable, a good job with good benefits that you want to hold on to. And there were a couple of people in my life who had these good jobs and walked away from them. And I knew at this time that I wanted to get out of my teaching job. I knew I wasn't happy. I knew that my gifts were not being utilized in the system. It, that is the American education system. Um, and I knew I had to get out. So I'm like, I'm just gonna talk to people who have done it and figure out how I can do it. And that was my goal. So, so I started interviewing people who had left their jobs and it just from there just kind of grew. I'm like, well, who else could I interview? Who else is doing something interesting? And that's sort of where I am now um, with, so I alternate typically, uh, every other episode is an interview and then every other episode is just me just shooting a breeze. It may be a like, specific topic related to like September was September. So the whole month of September, all my episodes were centered around sex and spirituality. Um, so it really just depends, but that is pretty much the format of the show now. That's what's up. That's what's up. Now I know shoot the October theme was the rising of the dead or how how that how'd you come up with that theme? So for October, I just I I for 
September and October. I think it just happened with the way, like the people I had lined up to interview. So September, I had two guests who were kind of in the field of sex in somehow. I had a pussy prophet and a spiritual or sacred feminine porn star. So it was like, wait, how did those interviews go? (laughs) (laughs) So those were really interesting, enlightening episodes for me. Like I definitely learned some things. I learned uh, about anal mapping, uh, (laughs) which was interesting. And what? else and just really tapping into the sacred feminine the pussy power and how that connects with spirituality and just really looking at that organ (laughs) as so much more than just this sexual reproductive organ for women um and then October I had a deaf midwife lined up so I'm like all right I liked how my theme for September went, um, I need somebody else that like has do does something that has to do with death and dying. And I thought of Kasana. So I'm like, oh, I'll interview her. She's a psychic medium. And so October is month of the dead, or I like kind of made a riff off of uh, Dia de los muertos day of the dead in spanish so i made it mesos de los muertos um yeah my spanish accent is horrid but (laughs) (laughs) so october i'm like it's halloween month of the dead perfect so that has been my theme for october um it's been really cool i started the month off with talking about ancestor altars which has been i mean that like I'm feeling like I need to do another episode about it because I'm like, I don't think y'all know how important it is. Like just doing that, the transformation that I have seen in my life has been just phenomenal. Like I I can't even begin to describe and I'm like, any, like if you get nothing else from this interview, (laughs) start an ancestor altar. It doesn't have to be complicated. Um, But yeah, that is, that has been big for me lately. Now, staying with that, what is exactly an ancestral thing? Because I've never heard of that, you know what I'm saying? Because I've heard of going on 23andMe.com and Ancestry.com, checking out your roots and stuff, because I've, like I guess I've never heard that. And most of the people in my family and most of the people I know of, they really don't know their roots. Right. So, I mean, as Africans from the diaspora, African-Americans, Caribbean, African, well, at most, I think, if you're from Africa at this point, I think it's a little bit different and you definitely have a stronger connection to your roots and your heritage. But um, any black person born outside of the African continent at this day, in in this day, um, is very disconnected for the most part from our roots, from our ancestry. But if you think about it, so an ancestor altar is just a place. Typically, people use tables. It could be a shelf. I mean, that would, again, (laughs) would be a whole other show. But very basically, it's a place where you can go to really just have conversations with your ancestors. And when I say ancestors, that term 
means so many things for so many different people. So like, yeah, the literal is like the people in your bloodline who came before you. Um, and it doesn't have to go back as far, like it can go back further than you know. So like, maybe you just know your parents. Maybe you just know your grandparents. Maybe you had a relationship with them. Maybe you didn't. Like, again, it's, there's so many ways that we connect with our ancestors that we understand our ancestors today. But people of color have always like maintained that ancestor veneration through the generations. <laughs> so when you like think about if somebody gets shot or they die in a car accident or something like those memorials that you see are a form of ancestor altars mm -hmm. um they have candles they'll have like flowers or something or some kind of um mementos the teddy bears or whatever so like these are all elements of a traditional ancestor altar for a traditional ancestor altar you're going to have your candle that's the element of fire you're going to have perhaps a plant or a physical item of like your grandfather's hat or something that is on your altar so these are all elements that we can still see in like these kind of makeshift memorials these are all um like descendants of ancestor altars you also have a glass of water on like a traditional altar. You may not necessarily see that again, like in a street side memorial, but the elements, the basic concept is there. Um, and it really just, so what for me personally, like I do, I know a lot of my father's lineage. I was able to do a lot of research. I had a lot of information to work with and I was able to trace my father's family back to Scotland. Um, so I have a lot of information. <laughs> my mother's family, not so much. I could only go back from what she knows to, for her dad, that's it. Like <laughs> she knows her father. She doesn't know his people. Um, for her mom, I was able to go back to her parents. So it's like, even in my family, it's like very different, but just setting up this space with like my ancestors that I knew in life, I have opened up the door for the whole line <laughs> to come in. And like, that is where I am now. That's, that is what has been happening where it's like, okay, I connected with my grandparents and my great grandparents. Like I knew either knew them or knew of them. I knew their names. I knew, you know, I had all this information, but in doing that, like I'll get a text or a call from like Kasana or another girl from in mind, like I have somebody here, she's real old and <laughs> she looks like she's in Jamaica. Like, so I know it's your people. Um, so, and I'm like, I don't know who she is, but hi, like, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. and like, this is just stepping through, just opening that door. It, whether you know who they are or not, they know you, they are like all those little things that just work out. Like you left five minutes late for work. And that was the difference between you getting into an accident, or that was the difference between you getting this, buying a winning lotto ticket or whatever, like these, like, 
coincidences or like these things that just work out for us. Part of that is them working on our behalf, whether we realize it or not. Really? That's that's interesting. So now how do you know what kind of mediums to trust? Because you get some people are out here. It's like a lot of them are out here. It's like, how do you know which mediums to trust and which ones that just full of it or they're just not really all that good? See, and I will say like being in this space, really like I'll get DMs from people, you know, they're like these babalows that they have a message for me, DM me and they need an offering. Like, no, <laughs> you are clearly like, these are clearly scams. So I mean, some you'll be able to tell like off the bat, if they're like, you know, asking for money straight up before there's any conversation, if they're reaching out to you with a quote unquote message and they're asking you for an offering, a donation for this message, because you need to re remove this ancestral curse. No, they full of shit and they're trying to get you. Mm -hmm. um, I have been blessed to have, like I know people who I know in real life, who I trust in real life, who I know are not bullshitting me. Um, and of course they've come through with messages that are like, you know, they're, <laughs> they're serious. But like for just the average person out there, like if you were starting to explore this space, if you were interested in connecting with someone, my, I guess the only suggestion I would have is to, either connect with your friends who may you may have heard like you know in casual conversation mention something like try to see if you can get a reference if you can't get a reference then i would say the next best option is to do do some social media research like uh youtube or instagram like people who are doing this work that have like large followings um should <laughs> be pretty mm -hmm. um safe but no it, it's it's like any other industry there are scammers out there everybody is not legit and um you know it's unfortunate because this it like this work is so powerful and can be so helpful um that it really is sad that you do have to worry about getting got that's real ladies and gentlemen this is liquor talk if you don't know now you know the more liquor you drink the better this podcast sounds so <laughs> ladies and gentlemen go ahead pull you up some liquor and enjoy this is rather interesting conversation ladies and gentlemen you never know what you're gonna get on liquor talk ladies and gentlemen so getting back to tarot readings how do you know which one like i said which ones to trust because you can you get multiple readings from multiple people because I've been contacted by a lot of people about tarot readings, and I've been running into a lot of people that do tarot readings. Um, so I would say the same rules apply. Like if people are reaching out to you saying, I have a message, give me $20, um, I would probably pass. <laughs> mm -hmm. But if this is a space you're in interested in exploring, then definitely, as you said, like so many people are doing this work right now and there's a reason for it uh, because that's just where we're headed. Like, well, 2020, the year, everybody that wants to throw in the trash, um, we're going through this for a reason. Like we as a collective have all agreed to come here at this time to do this work 
Um, so there are so many options for, you know, light workers, readers, whatever name you want to put to them. But it really it, it's the same. Like if you can get a referral, if you know people in your circle, because at this point, I think we all do, like you said, like so many people are doing it, like you know a reader. Uh, start there. But if you can't, <laughs> if you don't know anybody, then definitely look at and YouTube is actually a great place to find readers that you connect with because there are so many readers that do, and this is how I started kind of just putting myself out there, is there are so many readers who do um, like general readings, pick a card, like if you, you, if you Google or search for pick a card readings on YouTube, what these are is that these are like reading so they'll the person will have a couple of different like piles they'll have maybe different objects whatever you pick a number or a crystal or an object whatever it is you choose something and based on that choice there's like a different reading for each group so you pick your object or a number whatever it is you look for the timestamp in that video and you get the message those messages they're general messages they're for like the collective energy so they might not exactly like speak to you like to a t because they're general so there's you know they're speaking to a group of people so some things might hit some things might not but what you'll find in like watching those kind of videos it, from different readers is that you will feel connected to someone's message. Like if you go through five of Sasha the Psychic, <laughs> five of her readings and you pick, you know, the different groups and each reading is like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense with my job that makes so much sense with my relationship or like if those readings are hitting for you then this is probably somebody that you would be good connecting with that's real so now what do you tell i know you probably come across these kind of people the people that be like oh that is just witchcraft that is bullshit that is just <laughs> they're full of it don't believe that mess what do you do when you run across the devil's advocates that come at you in your dms or come at you in person what is your reaction to those people? Because I know they're out there. So they are. <laughs> and it's funny because I had posted a question one day on my personal page. So now I have like three different pages. Um, but I had posted a question on my personal page. I'm like, oh, would y'all, you know, like me to do regular readings, like regular re re readings every week? And a cousin of mine was like, no, it was like one of those Instagram surveys, yes or no, yes, no question. Mm -hmm. And she was like, no. And I know <laughs> that this is someone who is not into any of this at all. And it's like, okay, like I appreciate uh, the feedback <laughs> or not, because it's, it's, it's not for everybody. And if it's not for you, it, it's just like, anything else gay marriage abortion whatever if it's not for you then don't do it 
<laughs> but that doesn't give you the right to dictate that no one else can do it. Um, and that's just how I feel about it. But I have been so, so surprised at the amount of support that I get. Like I have friends that I've grown up with, that I went to college with, that I know are very religious. And I mean, don't miss a Sunday at church religious mm. and very serious about their faith. But I also know that these are true Christians in the sense that they follow the essence of love thy neighbor, of Jesus, you know, do what would Jesus do? Like these are your, your, what you wish every Christian was. And I'm like, oh, I know that they're looking at my post like, oh, she's definitely like, <laughs> I'm about to unfriend her because she's on some shit. But they have been some of my biggest supporters. Like they'll like my, my readings or the, you know, when I do like I'll post like a fuck it Friday reading or something and just give the message and they're like, like that post or just in conversation, they're like, you know, you're like, I can see that this is you and I'm just like wow but it really just goes to show that when you step into your purpose you will have unlimited unexpected support yeah because that's what you're supposed to be doing yes that is so true that is so true you know what I'm saying I definitely agree with you with that to a degree because one person once I got into podcasting man and I just got in the groups on Facebook. The support just came out of everywhere. You know what I'm saying? And yes, that's how it is. It's like that. I, so I definitely feel you on that. It's like when you went to that right place, man, everybody going to come out with the Woolworths to support you. Whether or not, even if they don't agree with you, they're going to come out and support you. You know what I'm saying? So what, yes. so what do you think people can look forward to in the next year? Because I think this year has just been the, the hell for everybody. <laughs> so if you and I'm, I'm gonna use tarot as kind of to explain it 2020 is the tower the tower in tarot is and if you look at my background i'm at a hotel right now enjoying um <laughs> my retired life uh so <laughs> so i don't have and i'm like i always walk with cars but i don't have my cars with me but um the tower, if you look at this image of the tower in tarot, it is a, a tower, like it looks like, um, like Rapunzel's tower and it's on fire and people are leaping out of this tower, this building, this structure that is literally, it's like the images that we see of 9-11 where the, the towers are on fire and people are jumping really to their deaths to escape the flames and this is the image that is on the traditional rider weight tarot tarot card <laughs> and it's one of those cards that people fear getting because like that's that's what it invokes like oh my gosh I'm like jumping out of the fire into the pan from one catastrophe to another but really the message in this card is that this tower was unstable. It was uninhabitable. It needed to be 
condemned and destroyed. And that's what's happening. We're witnessing the destruction of a structure that no longer served anyone. We're witnessing the destruction of a structure that is inherently dangerous. So that destruction, that demolition, that shit hurts. It's painful. It's uncomfortable. Nobody wants that trial by fire. But what I believe we will see in 2021 is that the forest has been cleared. It's been burnt to ashes and cinder. And you may be looking around like, shit, like I have nothing left. But what is giving you is the opportunity to rebuild on fertile ground. It's giving you the opportunity to rebuild this tower from the ground up. We're laying that solid foundation so that everything that comes next, I mean, it's like the, what is that place? It's ba, ba it's not Bali. Anyway, that like rich place somewhere in the Middle East, where it has like all these like grand, Dubai. extravagant, what is it? Dubai. Dubai. Oh my gosh. Yes. So like <laughs> we're tearing down the projects and we are rebuilding Dubai. Mm. And I feel like that's where we are. And like I said, like this, that destruction piece, that tearing it down, it's not pretty. It's not comfortable, yeah. but it needs to be done. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are noticing that in their own personal lives because I feel like I'm noticing hell, I'm noticing that in my own life because it's like I'm guessing I'm I might be telling how young I am, but I guess it's like I'm feeling seeing that change because my 30s are right around the corner, so it might be time for something bigger. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's the great thing about so I am definitely close to the 40s. <laughs> so you're coming in, I'm going out. Um, but that is the beauty of where we are right now and of having so many people in this space, having these conversations is that people your age and younger have these tools, have this information, have this knowledge. And I mean, when you look at like articles coming out, like talking about like millennials and like the stereotypes and misconceptions, like this is a generation that is coming in and saying, oh no, y'all are bugging. I'm not doing that. And they're standing in their truth. They are setting boundaries and, you know, doing all the things that like had I known, had I been doing in my teens and 20s like oh my gosh like I can't even imagine but you know these are the tools that I'm giving my children and so this is where we are like the younger generations are coming into not and I think we all came into this world with these tools but we older people have been like so brainwashed and beaten down and broken down that we are now relearning. We are now remembering. Whereas the people coming up now, they've always like, this is all they will ever know. Mm. Wow. That's deep right there. Now getting back to your podcast, what is something you wish you knew about podcasting before you hopped into it? <laughs> 
<laughs> so number one, consistency. Um, there are, and I mean, you know, you could Google statistics, like most podcasts don't make it to a year. They don't make it to 50 episodes or, you know, whatever these big milestones are. Um, because it sounds so easy, like, oh, I'm just going to sit there and talk and hit send. But to me, first of all, you have to be, like I said, consistent. It really takes carving out time every week or every other week, however often you're going to do this to record. Then after you record, if you are good, if you desire to be good, if you want to have a decent show, you have to edit. <laughs> so if you recorded an hour's worth of conversation, um, you then have to go back and listen to that hour and edit. Like I just, my, the podcast that I, the episode that I released Sunday with Kasana, our interview was less than an hour long. It took me probably two or three hours to edit because I had to, we did it over Zoom. So there was, you know, some technical difficulties. There yeah, was sections. Listen, I trust, you know, <laughs> I, I've just started doing Zoom and it's like Zoom be taking forever to download the stuff and to upload it. Trust me, I know that feeling. <laughs> and then like, you know, depending on the connection, sometimes it's breaking up. So now I have to listen to the whole interview. And as soon as I get to a part where it's chipping up, where there's a 10 second gap, like I have to cut it, fix it, splice it. Like <laughs> it takes time. So this hour, you know, it, it drags on and on and on. And then you got to put all your other little elements. So, I mean, it's work. I mean, that's the other pieces work. It's not, you know, and this is one of the things that people say about YouTube that I underestimated that I learned very quickly um, because I was doing two videos a week when my channel with my less than 100 subscribers <laughs> was in its prime. And that YouTube lag, the, that to the time it takes for the video to upload the YouTube yeah. and like all, it's a job. It really is. So um, it takes work. It's it's not all the, like that polished episode, that 15 to 60 minutes, whatever you're listening to, um, it's work. Yes. <laughs> you have to, you have to enjoy it. And, you know, I took a few weeks. So like before quarantine, I think I missed quite a few weeks. And then uh, quarantine kind of gave, you know, gave me my mojo back. I had time <laughs> to get back into this space. So it was great. But um, yeah, just be, just be prepared to work at it. And if you do not love it, if you do not enjoy it, you're not going to last. That's facts. That is so facts right there. You hit the nail on the head right there. Because if you don't enjoy this, you ain't, you ain't gonna last long because it gets frustrating and trust me mm -hmm. and also i know it's good to pay attention to numbers but listen if you look at them numbers if you look for them numbers man you're gonna put some work in for them numbers because and it's funny because so i took a couple weeks off just because you know life shit happens and i didn't really have an audience and i mean i, I still have a small audience but um so it was like ugh, whatever but once i started 
being consistent and releasing episodes and like really being serious about it every time I would think well nobody's listening so does it even make sense without fail again (laughs) the universe is very clear in its messages to me and something would happen either somebody would comment I would get a review I would get a random hey I listened to your episode or hey would you like to be on my show and it was just like all right y'all all right if I'm just talking to one person out there right now this is what I'm supposed to be doing I am touching one person out there and that one person needs me so I'm here for you <laughs> yes I learned that same thing and what I had to do was I had to learn how to work smarter and not harder because I had a lot of people want to come on so I took a mini break I just recorded episodes ahead of time and just released my different days that's how I took my mini break so I feel you on that you know what I'm saying Ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is Look and Talk, the podcast. I want to thank everybody for listening to this. Well, you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, wherever you get your podcasts at, or if you're watching this on YouTube, I definitely appreciate highly, highly appreciate you guys checking this out. So tell me this, what is your look of choice if you drink? I do. And I really love, my absolute favorite is... Um, it's a wine. It's a red wine. It's called Chocolate Shop. So they have two. They have one that's like a like a creamy, like a Bailey's type milky chocolate liqueur or whatever. Um, but I'm talking about the Chocolate Shop red wine. So it's a red wine, um, but it has very nice chocolate notes. Um, so that's my favorite. It's not necessarily easy to find. Like there's like two liquor stores in my area that I know of that carry it. Um, but that's my joint. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pretty sure they see you regularly just to get picked that up. <laughs> yes. And it's one of those things where I'm like, I- I'm sure I'm walking here looking like an alcohol because like I have to get two bottles, at least two bottles every trip because um, I mean, not that two bottles of wine is a lot. And, um, but yeah, because I'm like, I need my supply. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Cause I've seen people walk out and look so four and five bottles, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it, it ain't nothing wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We all have our things that we need. So now where do you see the future of your podcast going? That is a good question. I mean, really from here, I just, I just see myself growing like just growth, like in just touching more people, having more guests and just continuing to do this work. Because as I said, this, the destruction, this tower moment we're in is not over. (laughs) Okay. So if y'all thought the first three quarters of 2020 was rough, um, buckle up. We're not done. But (laughs) as I said, I feel like right now for like I am a voice that is here to help people through this transition. And on the other side, 2021, as spring begins to dawn again, and I, I mean this literally and figuratively, um, I believe that we are 
in the middle of going to be seeing a complete and transformational rebirth. I'll be that voice on the other side too, to say, all right, we made it through. Now this is the plan going forward. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I see me, my role and my podcast as being. That's real, because you know, I'm saying to myself, if you can make it through 2020, you can make it through anything, because all it seems like, it feels like if ain't one thing, it's another thing, and they're also with so many people passing away, and then, then you have... So that is, that's the other part of it, and these are conversations that um, <laughs> I don't have with many people. It's not necessarily something I have address this explicitly on my show because it it is a sensitive topic and it's a different way of thinking but there have been so many deaths during this year and not to say again um I'm trying to put this delicately <laughs> but everything happens for a reason right Mm -hmm. So we are in a moment where we are getting the assistance we need on the other side. Those people who are, we have lost in 2020, those who may, we may lose in 2020 are exiting this world, exiting this life to be that beacon, to be that guide on the other side. Like they are the ones that are going to help us with this, the rest of this transition. They are the ones that are going to help us with this rebirth. And this is why I am so passionate right now about these ancestor altars, especially for people of color. Like, look, we've been doing this. Like that wall at your grandmother's house with the, all the pictures of her grandparents and her great-grandparents, like that's an ancestor altar, all Ooh, right? Wow. Now, right as you said that, it, it popped in my head while I saw my grandmother's at my grandmother's house when I was younger. She always had this little, this little wooden board of all pictures of different family members. So I said, wow. Those family Bibles with the names of who gave it and who was married when and who was born, those are ancestor altars. That is our people, our way of holding on to these traditions in the structure of Christianity. So right now, especially if you're kind of in the middle of grieving a loved one and trying to find some purpose around a death um start your altars people start talking even if you don't start your altars start talking to like in your meditations in your conversations grandma i'm having a hard day i need a sign that you're there and you might look out your window and see a bluebird and that was her blue was her favorite color like these are the messages these are the signs that you know they send us um and these are the ways that we can communicate that we can talk to them because they, they're there they're ready 
they, it, it's like double dutch. They just waiting for you to say jump, <laughs> you know? Um, so yeah, it, it's so important to really find your own, find a way that feels comfortable for you. Again, maybe ancestor altar, maybe like that concept is a little bit much. Just talk to them. That, that's all it takes. Talk to them. Just You'll see. <laughs> so what is your advice to people looking to get into the line of work that you do? Because I'm pretty sure it's a lot of people coming up that want to get into this, you know, because it's, it's interesting. Um, you have to be clear. Clear about your why and be prepared. Like, if you're, again, if you're doing this for, if you're getting into this work and you're thinking that you're going to come in, make all this money because you see these YouTubers, you know, with the big channels, the big followings, um, living whatever life you think you want to live. And that's why you're doing it. Um, first of all, I don't think you're going to get very far. <laughs> like I really, um, because your heart has to be in it like you have to be I believe you have to be called to do this work and it's not easy like and really for me the bonus episode that I released on Friday talking about why I left my job was kind of the height of this for me because I have felt this calling to step into this work to do this work and I've been doing this work. I've been working on myself. I've been working with clients. And in doing that, I got to a point where like my soul was like, nah, no, like no more. And my mind was like, oh no, this is not what we signed up for. We got a good job. Like I was a, a fully certified teacher. <laughs> You know, I had a contract and health insurance and all of these things, and I have a family. So, um, yeah, my mind was like, no, mm -mm, no, that 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 makes no sense, like no sense at all. But I couldn't do it, and I know that I got to that point because of this work. So, um, it's not always glamorous. It's not always fun. It's not always crystals and sage and you know the cutesy shit you see on YouTube <laughs> it's not so um unless you are prepared to do the shadow work along with the light work don't do it that's real that's real so tell me what can people get from listening to your podcast on a regular basis um I really feel like with all of my episodes like you're gonna learn something like sep September, September was like, you know, you see the title, you see the topics and it seems raunchy. It seems like, you know, sex, 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 just for sex's sake. But if you listen to the episodes in every episode, there is some way, something that you can learn. And that is really, you know, I'm not <laughs> a teacher in the schools anymore. I am not necessarily teaching children anymore, but I'm a teacher. 
I was born a teacher. I am a teacher. I will always be a teacher. So my goal in every episode is to teach you something and not just teach you something, but give you actionable steps. Like, I'm not just going to show you how to add two plus two. I'm going to show you how you can, you can add two plus two in your everyday life. I'm going to show you how you can use what I just taught you when you go to the store and you know, you're getting back the right amount of change. Like that is, I think that's the beauty of my show. <laughs> so now what can the men get from listening to your podcast? Cause I always like to ask lady podcasters this, what can the fellas get from listening to you? Um, so, you know, I'm a woman. I think this, my topics, my show, well, most of my guests are women. And I just think spirituality still in this realm, in this, you know, space still tends to be a heavily female dominated space. But the men listening can get the same tips and tools that the women are getting. Um, and also, if you have a woman in your life, like <laughs> you might get some insight on how we think, why we think the way we think. So, I mean, there's definitely something for everyone. So I'm a woman, but um, I'm, for, I'm for everybody. I really, and I mean, you know, I, that's with anything, like we all have niches, um, you know, but there's something for everybody. Yes, there's definitely something for everybody. Lastly, why do people need to download and subscribe to your podcast? So you need <laughs> to download my podcast and subscribe um, because you need this information, like on some real, like for real, for real, as I said. And you know what? Y'all can save this episode of Liquor Talk, <laughs> all right? Bookmark it. Write down a date as a uh, Smokey said in Friday. Write it down. Take a picture. And next spring, <laughs> if what I'm saying right now, you don't see how it came to pass in some way, shape, or form, then you can tell me I'm full of shit. But when you see that the next couple months, are most likely going away. Go most likely going to go the way I'm telling you right now. You will realize I should have been listening to her show because she was dropping some gems and she was preparing me for this discomfort. She was trying to ease me through this transition. So I'm gonna have to go back and listen. That's so if you if you're listening now and thinking not this don't apply to you, you'll be back. <laughs> yes, yes, you definitely will be back. You definitely will be back. Now, I did have one more question. Now, what do you tell the people that just sit around and wait for the changes to happen instead of going out and getting it for themselves? Listen. <laughs> because that just popped in my head. I was like, because you have people that listen to you and they'll just sit down and wait like, is it going to happen yet? Is it happening? Why is it happening? <laughs> so, and I tell people this all the time, but like I consider myself a tarot coach. I do not call myself a tarot reader, and this is why. When I do a reading for you, I am simply telling you, based on what you're doing right now, this is likely to happen. However, if you 
get up tomorrow and say, oh, Crystal told me that um, I'm going to get this job over here. You know, I've been going to school. I've been making these grades. I'm well on my way to certification. And Crystal told me I'm going to get this job. So you know what? Mm, I'm calling out. Like, I'm not going to class tomorrow. I'm not taking that test or, you know, whatever. Guess what? You have now changed whatever it was you were doing. So whatever I told you was going to happen or likely to happen is not likely to happen anymore because now you're not doing the work now you're not doing what you need to do so all i'm telling you is what what is likely to happen based on what you're doing and on the flip side if i say mm, you're not likely to get that job it something something's going on and it doesn't look like it's going to happen well then what can you do what can i do to get it well you need some training. You need to hook up with a mentor, somebody who can teach you. You need to learn these skills and then come back and we'll see, you know, see what happens from there. But uh, what is that saying? There's a biblical saying, um, works without faith, faith like without faith, faith without work. It's the same thing. God helps those who help themselves. <laughs> so if you're thinking that, you know, you're just going to get a message or get a prediction and it's just, you're just going to lay back and it's going to happen. No, you still have to do this like anything else. You still got to clock in and do that work. That's real. Um, Chris, I want to tell you, thank you for coming on. Look at talk. I definitely appreciate you coming on. You know what I'm saying? It means a lot to me that you'll take time with you to come have around me and chop it up with me and tell me about your podcast and what you're doing and stuff. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And also, if you ever want to have me on, I might be in Florida, but I'm just a DM away. No, yes. Actually, I you're already on my list for November. <laughs> All right. All right. That's what's up. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for watching this. And thank you for listening to this. If you reach the end of this, you're real VP. You're the reason I continue to do this. I want to thank you all. Until next time, we out this thing. Thank you for listening to Look Talk. <laughs>